Welcome to Impact Powerhouse, the podcast where we explore the trends and advancements in impactful startups. In today's episode, we delve into an insightful article written by Putu Agung, Ouija Putera, and published on the Compass List website on August 23, 2020. The article sheds light on the disruptive potential of Indonesian B2BE procurement platforms. By leveraging education and government support, these platforms are successfully attracting corporate clients. With a market projected to reach a value of $13.4 billion by 2023, these platforms are poised for significant growth. Join us as we uncover the strategies and initiatives employed by these B2BE procurement platforms to gain traction in the market. Around 2012, when the Indonesian e-commerce boom was in full swing, Joseph Aditya saw how easily everyone could buy whatever they wanted online. Corporations like his clients, on the other hand, had to call up vendors one at a time and browse through piles of catalogues to find what they needed. What if companies could buy things as easily as everyone else through e-commerce? Aditya, then a director at an industrial instruments company, thought. Two years later, Aditya founded Rilali, an online marketplace for businesses to make bulk purchases from office supplies and consumer goods to machinery and spare parts. Rilali is now used by more than 600,000 businesses, mostly retailers and SME. The company has raised multiple rounds of funding, with the latest being a $13 million Series C in July 2019. Rilali is not the only player in Indonesia that is helping businesses to procure online. Companies like MBiz and Busy have built their own end-to-end -end services to help businesses complete the entire procurement process digitally. Even B2C marketplaces like Bukalapak and Vinica have ventured into B2BE procurement. Almost 4 million SMEs used e-commerce platforms last year for procurement and other purposes, such as financing, but there is still much room for growth considering Indonesia has more than 60 million SMEs. Consulting firm Red Seer forecast the market for B2B e-commerce in Indonesia could grow to a $13.4 billion by 2023, from $1.5 billion in 2018. Increasingly, Indonesian companies are open to buying supplies online. Government agencies are also adopting e-procurement, with a national system in place for major purchases by certain ministries and municipalities. E-procurement enables organizations to improve transparency and reduce human error while simplifying the procurement process through digital record-keeping and automation. Most people would say that the biggest problem in the procurement process here is the lack of transparency, MBiz CEO Rizal Paramata said in an interview. This could lead to corruption, embezzlement and under-the-table deals. To prevent all that, companies and regulators add many checks to the procurement process, but that also complicates operations, he added. Big companies and multinationals often have their own digital systems to keep track of the procurement chain. However, they can be expensive. Companies also continue to rely on manual processes, including entering vendor details into the system and contacting them one at a time, recording each interaction and transaction manually. Paramata gives an example of a company buying the same item multiple times within a month. The price changes with each transaction. That's normal, but since the input system is free text and each transaction is handled by different users, they get different inputs each time, and they can't track the historical purchase price changes properly, he said. 
We believe that multinationals of that caliber already have robust million-dollar procurement systems, but there are still simple things like the manual input system that sometimes get overlooked. Another main problem that many companies struggle with is accessing vendors. Ideally, a company should have access to as many vendors as possible so they can find the best deal for every transaction. However, the process of contacting multiple vendors one by one to request for quotations can take a very long time. Sourcing for vendors can also be difficult without referrals or deep industry knowledge. This means that most companies either work with a limited pool of suppliers, potentially missing out on better prices, or contact too many vendors to find the best price, wasting valuable time. Simple marketplace systems like Rilali can easily generate invoices for record-keeping, ideal for smaller companies that make up most of its clientele. Meanwhile, end-to-end -end services like the ones provided by MBiz can help bigger companies keep track of the vendors they have interacted with and the changes in prices. They also generate invoices and records of transfer, which are required in major corporate transactions and for accounting purposes. With online catalogs and procurement systems, companies can spend less time calling up vendors and browsing catalogs as everything is laid out in a searchable marketplace. Price comparison features help clients find the best prices from vendors that meet their criteria. If a client cannot find an item, they can put out a request for quotation, which will be answered by vendors on the platform. End-to-end -end systems can even automatically find the right items at the best price when a client uploads their purchase order list. Clients don't have to call each vendor individually, and they have access to a greater number of vendors to compare prices at the same time. Hitta Supranjaya, a director of Bukapengadayan, told Compasslist. Bukapengadayan is a unit of Bukalapak, built to combine the marketplace experience that Bukalapak is known for with features needed for B2B and B2G, such as bulk buying through purchase orders and generating invoices, he said. E-procurement can also significantly reduce the time taken to complete orders since the system can be configured to fit each company's operating procedures and internal procurement requirements. Paramata said MBiz helped a major FMCG company cut processing time by 80% and procurement costs by between 10% and 12%. The Bank of Indonesia is also a recent convert to e-procurement. The central bank said in its 2019 annual report that it reduced procurement costs by 8.1% that year. It had implemented a new e-procurement system with a database of vendors and their pricing while improving its SOPs and setting new standards for the goods and services it needed. A shift to e-procurement can also benefit vendors. Supranjaya said that some clients asked if they could bring on board some of the suppliers they were already working with when they switched to the Bukap and Garden ecosystem. These vendors continue to serve their original customers while also building their clientele through the platform. In this pandemic, many vendors struggle to move their sales online since they're used to waiting for calls or visits, said Andri Jakja, head of marketing strategy and operations at Bukalapak. These vendors can simply onboard themselves to our platform, go through KYC, and they're ready to sell. Platforms like Bukapengadare and MBBiz observe that most of their clients do not use the full range of their e-procurement services. Instead, they pick and choose what they need while sticking to existing processes for certain steps. This is partly due to regulations that still demand paper records and other formalities, especially for accounting and tax filing. 
Paramata believes that this is an example of outdated regulations that can be replaced as digital systems grow to provide traceable, immutable records. Corporate customers are also reluctant to digitalize as they are satisfied with managing their procurement operations offline, mainly because the vendors they interact with are all offline in the first place. This means that e-procurement companies have to meet customers halfway and help them to adopt a new way of purchasing supplies. According to Aditya, prior to the COVID-19 pandemic, Raleigh spent as much on marketing as it did on operating expenses. The company employed field agents and marketers to approach vendors and potential customers directly. A lot of effort was spent on educating through seminars and gatherings because most of our new users needed direct guidance. Rilali's approach is especially important for companies that were never online in the first place, but such direct marketing might also be needed for bigger companies. Paramata said that a lack of awareness or even resistance from top-level executives hampers the adoption of e-procurement. The ones supporting us are usually part of the procurement division, and sometimes they might not be able to push for adoption stronger than the C-level executives. He believes that the industry is waiting for a certain tipping point of market awareness for e-procurement to take off. We are disrupting the users. It can be to their benefit, but it can also mess up their existing processes and collaboration due to our design to make it more transparent. To further and better service its clients and vendors, e-procurement companies like MBiz and Rolali are working with partners such as P2P, lending firm Investry and state-owned bank BRI to provide invoice financing and working capital. Long terms of payment can make it difficult for smaller vendors to maintain liquidity and fulfill orders. Financing can help them accept bigger orders and expand their business while they wait for clients to pay. E-procurement companies also need to expand their geographical reach to find more vendors and clients. Rolali's approach is to recruit local freelancers and part-timers as agents to promote its services to local businesses and potential suppliers, while also serving as local sales agents. The startup has also roped in distribution, warehousing and logistics partners to ensure that clients get the best deal in logistics and transport costs. With corporations still hesitant to switch to e-procurement, some platforms are finding opportunities in the government sector. MBiz, for example, has been working with the municipal government of West Java to handle procurement of items below 200 million Indonesian rupiah, purchases that were, in the past, completed with petty cash and recorded manually. MBiz has also been approached by other municipalities, including West Papua and Bali. Meanwhile, Bukalapak is working with the Indonesian government to support new developments in the national e-procurement system for procurement valued over 200 million Indonesian rupiah. Supranjia and Jakja declined to share details about the system named Sibala Tistam Belanja Langsung or Direct Purchase System, but said that it has been in use since July. The president has issued a directive to support local MESMEs and this is manifested by allocating government budget towards purchasing from MESMEs, Sopranjai said. Our system facilitates that process, helping government agencies buy from Indonesian businesses on our platform. That's a wrap for today's episode of Impact Powerhouse. We hope you found our deep dive into the Indonesian B2B procurement platforms both informative and inspiring. 
Check out the episode description if you want to read the full article published on compasslist.com. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to share it and subscribe to our podcast channel. Stay tuned for future episodes. Thanks again for tuning in to Impact Powerhouse today. And until next time, keep innovating and making a positive impact for a better world and a brighter future.